But to be the man, you gotta beat the man. I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. And you want some? Come get some. You've tuned in to Wrestling with Ruben. All right, guys, you're listening to Wrestling with Ruben, and I am being joined right now by the busiest man in professional wrestling, probably the hardest working man in professional wrestling as well, outside of in-ring performers, uh, except for this last uh, a week ago, Sunday, uh, Mr. Jeremy Borash from Imp- Global Force Wrestling, or Imp- what is it, Global Force Wrestling Impact, or what's the, what's the official title now? <laughs> That's it. You got it. You got it. How you doing, Ruben? I'm doing great, Jeremy. Welcome to the show, man. It is a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I grew up watching you on, on on WCW and 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 you know in TNA over the years, and you've inspired me as a broadcaster to work my ass off. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Um, <laughs> and, very kind of you to say. And first and foremost, I just want to say, dude, you got balls to do what you did at Slammiversary, my friend. Uh, how are your hands? Ah, they've been better. <laughs> they've been better. That was, yeah, for the sake, you know, I, I appreciate you saying that. Uh, I don't even know if it, to me it was like a no. I don't know. It didn't take much. It didn't take any balls because it was like this is you got to do this, right? It's a big show. You gotta <laughs> gotta pull out all the stops, right? Can't can't do something half ass. So whose idea uh, was it? Yeah. Uh, what specifically? Uh, to, to do the, the thumbtack, you know, to, to jump on the, to the thumbtacks. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, I always say it's a team effort. So yeah, I mean, I, it was it, everything that uh, everything we did was uh, was very much a team effort. Uh, and you know, with, with that, God bless. I mean, you know, you got a lot of a lot of pretty interesting minds putting something together, and that was the culmination of it. So I guess I'll just leave it at that. It was really, it was really, it was really good, man. And I will say this about Slammiversary this year. Uh, you know, the, the last last year's Slammiversary and Bound for Glory obviously were tainted by rumors and speculations and, 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 you know, the ownership problems and whatnot. And I said this to, uh, to a couple people that, that I was talking to about Slammiversary. I said, you know, it was nice watching a TNA pay-per-view or at this point, Global Force Wrestling, but, you know, an Impact Wrestling branded event without the drama of, you know, are they going to be in business tomorrow? You know, and, and that was really good. But not only that, but this really felt like, the official relaunch of 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 the of Impact Wrestling under the Global Force banner. Um, looking back at it now, you know, eight days or so removed from Slammiversary. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on on the show as a whole and and kind of the momentum that you guys have going forward? Uh, you know, and that's that's a good point you make. Uh, and I guess it did kind of feel like a rebranding looking back now uh, these days later, but. You know, the real unfortunate thing, I think, for the brand, at least for the performers, for, for those of us that produce the television, is, you know, the stigma or the stink that was over us because of a few people that had really not very lot, not much to do with the day-to-day operations of the show. Uh, you know, we're, the, those people were not in the trenches. They were in boardrooms. So uh, that's obviously a different part of the business. Uh, but it was, yeah, for, for the last year to have that and you know, we have nothing to do with that. I don't have anything to do with, you know, the decisions at that level. So all we try to do is put on the best show we can. And when your efforts are tainted or not being paid attention to because some other BS that's going on, uh, yeah, it gets a little disheartening after a while, you know, no matter what kind of show you put on. I thought we put on some, some great television over the last year and a half. 
really feel like it's come together. And it, to me, it's like right now, as a as the old piece of furniture in the corner of this place, uh, it feels like the band's kind of back together in terms of, you know, when we were really uh, at our most successful, uh, those people are, are back in place. So, uh, and that goes from top to bottom. That's, that's everywhere from, from Don West being back in merchandise to, uh, you know, what we've seen is some of the returning talent and uh, guys in, in creative. So it's, it kind of spans the gamut of, uh, of top to bottom. And it did feel like a rebirth and it did have, nice to not have a, uh, stink over the ownership or some dumb rumor that's going on or whatever, you know, is, is overtaking the actual product, which is what we're here to do is put on a good wrestling show. So it was, it was good. So my anniversary felt great. I still haven't had a chance to watch all of it, believe it or not. Uh, just got back finally. So we, we've been, we've been working hard since that day and, and anniversary is only like the first of six days for us, uh, shooting television. So it seems like a month ago now, but it was, uh, yeah, it was only eight days ago. Yeah, it's insane how, how how much television you guys do in like a week's worth of time. It's like, you know, I, I always I always find it funny when I see, you know, a month and a half worth of spoilers on these you know different wrestling sites for you guys. I'm just like, I'm like, why spoil these shows so far in advance? You know, like, and and, and then yeah. I'm just, you know, it, it's crazy just to see how much television you guys do. So, um, moving forward is it's you and and uh, and Josh on on commentary with Pope, correct? That's correct. Yes. So yes, we are we are we are back together. Uh, well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully for the uh, you know one big happy family. You know, the, one of the things that I love about about you on broadcast, you know, doing the the commentary is it takes away from the cookie cutter sound of you know what what professional wrestling seems to have come to. You know, um, you know everyone has like a really clean sound and you have a little bit more of a raspy sound and you seem to take it up a little bit low you know a little up up a little bit more you know like like a yeah like a yeah. like kind of like jim ross you know like like um, little jim ross yeah I, I i would think that's more uh i think i've got definitely have more of an old school in, uh influence um so whatever i say cookie cutters is a word that's used a lot i don't know i whatever um whatever term is used to describe the announcers of today, uh, you know, I'm very happy. They kind of just let me be me. And it's not very traditional sounding, I guess, from what's going on today, but I, uh, you know, I've grew up on Gordon Soli. So it, it's kind of one of those things. I think that influence is there. Or I would say maybe a lot of the guys out there now doing it, maybe didn't have those influences growing up or maybe weren't exposed to that growing up. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope it's not just a, uh, time in a bottle type of thing and i'm squeaking and they're letting me out of it i think it's just uh it's just one of those things where i'm, I'm just a little maybe a little different or maybe a little old school or whatever it is and uh you know i just i like hype i'm 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 all about the hype i think wrestling should be exciting and and announcers shouldn't be screaming at you necessarily but uh you know they they definitely should not be monotone and i think a lot of times you see that especially like the backstage stuff now these days it's very much you know, like deer in the headlights looking at a camera. Hello, what are your thoughts? Yeah. You know, it's just like, and they do that on purpose. It's not, you know, the announcers get a lot of crap about it, but they're producing them exactly that way. And I get it. It's because they are not the stars of the show and they shouldn't be the stars of the show. And I 100% get that. Uh, but, you know, Mean Gene Okerlund had a lot of hype to him and he, he put more people over uh, on that interview set than anybody. So uh, I think it still could be done. It's just how it's done. So with and I love I love Mackenzie Mitchell and what she does backstage. I think she's absolutely incredible uh, and probably one of the best backstage interviewers today. Um, but with you being on commentary now, what what took so long to get you there? Because there was a couple of years ago, I think it was when um, when Taz left 
you were doing some color commentary with Mike Tanay, and it was some of the best commentary I'd heard in a while. Um, you know, what, what took you so long to get to the, the booth on a permanent mm, basis? I don't know. Um, I guess it was, yeah, I don't know. You know what? It's really never been a priority. I've never really pushed for it. I've never really, you know, lobbied to get that job, I guess. I don't know if that would made a difference in it or not, but, uh, it's just never something I was really, you know, passionate about until, you know, I think that really started happening and Mike Janae started kind of taking me under his wing and. Yeah, right around maybe 2010, 2011, I got the dog on it a little bit. So, uh, you know, this whole time I've always done voiceovers for our international TV or I've done play-by-play for Explosion and stuff. So I was still doing it, just wasn't on the flagship show. And I guess when things changed and opportunities uh, arose, that was uh, they put me in. So, again, it's it's uh, it's not something I look at as – it's part of one of eight or nine things I do here just kind of on a regular basis. It's not really – if they said, hey, we're going to move you over here now, I'd be perfectly fine with that. I'm not hanging on to life uh, as I know it with that job, or it's not my identity as I know it as a human being. So <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where if, if they if they decide somebody else is great for it, I would have no problem. They keep me plenty busy here without it, you know. So, uh, yeah, but it is. It's fun, and it's, and I'm getting into it now more as, as we go on. You know, I'm getting into the intricacies of it a little more than than I used to care for, you know. So, you know, everyone I've ever talked to about you, and I've, I've always asked, hey, you know, what's what's JB like? And they'll always say he's one of the hardest working people, you know, who, who aren't in the ring, you know, uh, who, who, mm-hmm. isn't a, who isn't a performer in the ring. And uh, they would always tell me, like, he has, like, a million things to do every single time I see him. And I, they're like, I don't understand how he does it all, you know. So with Impact Wrestling, can you can you tell people a little bit about what you do behind the scenes and, you know, uh, your your roles outside of, of announcing and, and doing some producing stuff? We've always been a very small, lean and mean uh, company. You know, uh, for the amount of television and the international reach and the size of the TV show we are, we actually are a very small operating group. Uh, so a lot of times what I've done is just kind of born out of necessity. Uh, either, either somebody leaves or, you know, whatever it is, and, and things are left to be uh, to be done. I've always thought it's kind of funny. I've never really gotten a promotion in this company. It's everything has kind of happened by default, <laughs> uh, which is okay, which is okay, which is, I mean, like, trust me, if you're out there in the, in the job world and something opens up, uh, just cause they didn't come to you with a bow and say, Hey, this is your new job. you got a promotion. It's more like, okay, there's a spot there. I'm going to jump in there, take that spot and do it better than the last guy. Uh, that's always kind of been my goal. Uh, so, when we first started, the very first days of Impact or you know TNA, way back when, uh, you know we realized we didn't have anyone to edit video packages <laughs> to, to build the matches. We were already like two shows in before we realized, oh no, we need to we need to produce some video packages for this. So I uh, went out and bought a computer and, and taught myself how to video edit real quick. So it was it was kind of just been done more out of necessity for a lot of things. And through that, I've gotten to wear a few hats. So I guess it's not ever been something i've looked at is i'm working harder than everybody else and just have a real passion for it it doesn't it, none of it seems like work which uh you know when you don't have a wife or kids or anything like that's a lot easier to pull off these kind of things <laughs> yeah you know and i don't think anyone walks around thinking i work harder than everyone else you know it just happens to be that at some point in time you wake up one day and you realize man i'm really you know being leaned on a lot at this company or i've taken on a lot or whatever phrasing you want to use you know, and then yeah. 15 years later, you know, you're like looking around and you're one of the original people who, you know, essentially started the company, it feels like. And, you know, you're producing, you're doing creative, you're doing announcing, you're editing, you're you know doing the whole nine yards. And you're just like, 
okay, I got this, you know, and, and I don't think anyone ever just, yeah. you know, everyone, I don't think anyone just walks around thinking, yeah, I work harder than you, so, like, get out of my way, you know, uh, and the people who usually do yeah. that are the ones who usually work the least, you know. Um, <laughs> right. So, right. Imp- Impact Wrestling. Well, uh, just, I think it's just building up a track record of results and trust and know that, you know, there's, you know, this, this uh, Jeff Jarrett paid me the best compliment at, at Slamversary on Sunday. He goes, I don't want to watch the, the pre-tape portion of the Steiner match until it airs. I don't want to see what you guys did. I just want to see it for the first time when everybody else sees it. And I thought, well, that's putting a lot of trust. You know, that's that's five minutes of of what is probably going to be some pretty crazy uh, uh, pre-tape stuff that you're you're just letting on the air without knowing what we're doing, which I think is a pretty high level of trust. So, uh, you know, that's that's earned, I guess, and uh, that's a very cool thing. And that's kind of why, you know, people say, well, why have you stuck around there so long? Well, you know, when you have the uh, freedom, you know, creativity. If you're a creative person, that means everything. You know, the, the dollars and cents are always, you know, as long as the mortgage is paid and and you're not going broke, uh, you know, the next thing that's most important is is your creative outlet. So yeah. uh, I've always had that here, and that is, you know, ask anybody who doesn't have that, that's a creative person, and they're usually miserable. Yeah. Uh, so that's been a big reason I've, I've stuck around as long as I have because the, the car blanche they give me to just, uh, you know, go out and, and do my thing. So that, that means a lot to me. Yeah, no, and, and it's it's awesome to see somebody passionate about a a brand that, especially Impact, has been through so much. You know, especially the last f- you know four or five years or so. You know, so it's really mm-hmm. it's really encouraging as a fan of wrestling. Well, see, here's the other here's the, here's the thing too. My background was the 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 two years of WCW. The the last two years of WCW, I would put up against any fifteen years of BS here at Impact. Uh, that was truly an out of control situation and. When you come in, uh, you know, coming in hot and learning that and seeing that for the first time, and that's your first taste of the wrestling industry on a major league level, uh, it kind of everything else kind of pales in comparison to the chaos. So, oh, yeah, sure. it's been a lot of it's been a tumultuous 15 years, but I would put anything that I've seen in 15 years uh, up against the two years in WCW, and it was much more chaotic then, and much more. It was almost like a dangerous place uh, to be, you know, because there were. There were a lot of really out of control personalities and inmates running the asylum. And, you know, so uh, that, that whole thing was a, that whole thing, everything else has been a cakewalk since, no matter how crazy it gets. Hey, let, let's talk about uh, Impact Return to the Road here, real quick. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see this. I know you guys have some live events lined up for, uh, for early August up in the Northeast area. Uh, tell, me, tell me a little bit about that. Well, you know, we wanted to wait, and we've always, you know, taking a, it's been a couple of years, I think, since we've run live events, maybe two years. I don't know. Uh, and we've always been, uh, you know, one of the reasons we're still around and we've been around so long is, you know, we, we walk before we run and when it's ready to go out and do some live events again, we're going to do it and make sure it makes sense. You know, nobody wants to go out there and put all this effort in just to lose money. Uh, you know, so obviously we're at a place now where we feel like this is a, you know, slowly, but surely we're going to get back in the swing of things and, you know, there were a number of years where I would put our live event experience up against anything I've ever seen in wrestling. And, and the reviews, you know, we had years. We'd go years before we'd have a bad review on a live event. Uh, and we just really designed something different uh, and had a formula that really worked. And we were making a lot of money on those live events. Uh, and that's not, you know, that's not without in, that's within reach again. And I think everybody feels like, okay. Let's try these in, uh, in August, see how it goes, and, you know, we'll probably do more in September, October, November, and hopefully by this time next summer we'll be back full-time, you know, 
full-time rotation on the road. That'd be awesome. We'd love to have you out here in Los Angeles area, you know, so I can come hang oh, out with you guys. Yeah, no kidding. I'd love to, you know, it's we, we've had some of our – I just remember one show we did in Anaheim, uh, a live event. You know, we've, we've had a few shows in California over the years, but they've always just stood out. I, I really love that area. I lived actually last summer, spent most of the summer uh, living in Encino, so I got a good dose of the L.A. life and, and really loved it. So I'd love to see – and, you know, really unsaturated or unsaturated? Is that a word? No, it's a – it's a market that's not saturated with wrestling yet. You know, I think there's enough live events out there that could be done. Uh, you know, somebody could really run, you know, PWG and some other ones are doing it now, but they're really, you know, a good promotion that runs there on a regular basis. I think it's, it's a prime area for it. Uh, let's talk about, uh, Al Patron real quick, Alberto. I think he's great for the company. Uh, one of my favorite, uh, performers probably the last five years to, to step through, uh, through impact. Uh, also, you know, we, we love reading about his uh, loose cannonness backstage, um, you know, and, and you know, I don't know Alberto personally, obviously. I don't know if it's true or not. It's just exciting to see that there's a little bit of an outlaw possibly in wrestling. Uh, what do you think Alberto yeah. can do for the Impact brand? I think he, he definitely has a, a marketability to him and probably can help you guys out in the Latino market, obviously. But uh, do you guys have any long-term plans for him? And, and, and what do you guys what do you guys Yeah, see you him? know what? I, I think he's, he's, he's figured in pretty prominently, and I think uh, he, you know, there is a, definitely a bit of a loose cannon factor with him, loose cannon element. Uh, I'll tell you what, he's one of the most charming people I'll ever meet. You know, he, <laughs> he, I, I look at him, and I think he's the, that, is the, that is the Mexican James Bond, if there yes. was ever a guy that, you know, I mean, he looks like a million bucks. He's always got just the best suits on. I always, I always think, you know, Booker T was like always the best dresser always for years backstage he, anytime booker t showed up it was like wow he's he's dressed in the nines he looks good uh you know i'm sorry to say there's a new king in town booker uh but <laughs> has got suits i don't know i mean he's got a tailor or something's going on but this dude shows up in some badass suits uh he carries himself like a top guy he's fun to be around he's charming as hell uh great great face you know if you need a guy to go represent the company at a business meeting or a uh, you know, or, or something to, to advertisers. He's he's the guy you want to put out there. He's got the charm, you know, and it's, he carries himself that way. So uh, that's just something I think, you know, you've got a guy who's got, you know, so many generations of, of wrestling in his family. Uh, and there's something to that. There's definitely a uh, advantage I think he has in being around in his whole life and the way he looks at things and approaches things. And, and yeah, he's a loose cannon and he's interesting. And I think, uh, you know, in some ways, this, this this day and age, that's great for for digital media. That's great for uh, you know marketing. Scott Steiner is a great example of that. You know, uh, can he still wrestle like he did 20 years ago? No, but is he probably have more intrigue now than he did 20 years ago in terms of what's he going to say next? And and that's people what people really want to see. I think a lot of times is just what is this guy going to do next and have that unpredictability factor that you can't turn away. And, and he's got that. I think Patron has that. There's a few guys that have that, but. Uh, that's a lost start, I think, in many ways. For sure. Now, I, I'm gonna I, I want to do this for you for you guys, um, because you know I, I'm I'm pretty plugged into different forums and stuff online, which still exists, believe it or not, uh, and and some Facebook groups and stuff. And you know they they've been yeah. pretty hard on on Impact Wrestling over you know just and not because of the TV product, you know, because the la you know the craziest thing is is last the last year 2016 was probably the best television you guys have put on in a couple of years, you know, where it wasn't yeah. about crazy angles and it wasn't about anything, you know, it wasn't, it was about wrestling and putting and telling a good story, you know, and this last year right. you guys have been finding your groove with the new creative team and it's starting to hit that, that stride and it's starting to go. So I want you to go ahead, take this time 
and 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 tell people why they should give Global Force Wrestling Impact a chance on Pop TV, and why they should tune in again, and 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 you know why they should forget about the past as far as like the drama well, yeah. and the stuff. I, <laughs> well, it, it, it's kind of like being in a you know wrestling fans and, and wrestling companies. I think it's like being in a long term relationship. You know? yeah. it's been like <laughs> we've had our ups and downs, and it's like okay, will you give us another chance? Well, you know, I, I think it's not up for us to ask that. It's for us to to show people. Uh, and it's up for us to get those eyeballs and whether it's, Hey, if you, you don't watch our show, but then you see a gif or you say, well, what's that? Or, you know, there's, there's different things that can get your attention and hopefully bring you back in. Um, you know, that's what, that's our job to do that. And it's our job to make sure that we keep producing solid television. So the people that are there watching it are satisfied and maybe they'll tell people that aren't there. Uh, so, you know, over the course of time, you know, I think the, the biggest difference is going to be the booking of our show. And we've got a lot of outside the box ideas and things that we will do that. I guarantee you, you will not see in other wrestling companies. Uh, that's just because of the brain trust. And you know, that's what we need to be is different. Uh, and I think over the course of time, you're going to see our, cha- our show really evolve to being something that's a true alternative uh, to what you're seeing. And there's just so much wrestling on television right now. And that's, you know, they, they create all that content on purpose. It's, it's obviously, uh, flooding the market, and, and our job is to just separate ourselves from all that and figure out what we can do that's going to be different and, and why we're going to attract an audience that's uh, that they're maybe not servicing, and that's for up you know that's up for us to do. And I think we're well on our way. And if you saw the anniversary, uh, I think it was just the tip of the iceberg as far as what's coming for the rest of the year. We got some, and I also too, I'll tell you, we you know we've got Balfour really planned out, and we you know this previous creative regimes that I've had, you know, didn't have next week planned out. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's one of those things where I think some, you know, you get out in front of everything, you do long-term planning, you know, there's, there's some real good stories to be told. And, um, you know, I, I as storytellers, that's our job. And, you know, I think the people that are in place to do that right now really have their gloves off and are ready to, to fight to show that we can do this. Well, Jeremy, I'm, I'm super excited uh, for Impact Wrestling. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Uh, those of you guys who are in the Northeast area, August 4th through 6th, uh, Global Force Wrestling will be up in that area. Go to impactwrestling.com for more information on that. And, of course, every Thursday night, Impact on Pop TV, impactwrestling.com for all information. At Jeremy Borash on Twitter. Uh, what is that the same for your Instagram as well? Yeah, yep. Jeremy Raj on Instagram too. I need to post more. I'm not posting as much, so they tell me in social media. So I need to start posting more. But uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. Hey, if you need a social media assistant, let me know. I'll totally help you. <laughs> ah, I know you do good work. Yeah, I know you do good work, my friend. I appreciate it. I appreciate the time today too. It's great talking to you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jeremy. And, and we'll talk soon. Hopefully, we'll talk around Bounce of Glory and, and, and see how see how awesome the TV's getting at that point. So. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. All right. Have a good day. Thanks so much. Bye.